0: Welcome to another message from Charles Millett Ministries. For more information, contact Christian Provision Ministries at 919-774-9462 or visit us online at www.christianprovision.com. It's Great Expectations on the radio. Get clear. Let's get clear, y'all. Get focused. Let's get focused. Get moving. Great Expectations. Charles Millet. Yeah. With the bishop. Charles Millet. You reckon with the bishop. Charles Millet. Great expectations. The Bible lets us know in, in John chapter 1, verse 14, that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So he says, I am God in the flesh. Now, there is a whole lot of talk, and a lot of people that believe in religion. All over the world, you can find religion and the conversation about religion almost anywhere and any place. But there is a big difference in acknowledging God's existence and having a relationship with God. There's a big difference. There was nothing that mankind could have done or presented in any shape, form, or fashion that would have allowed him to have relationship or have fellowship with God outside of what Jesus did for us. There was no way we could have fellowship with God because of what had happened in man's life. So Jesus comes on the scene, and now he makes fellowship with God possible between us and God because of what he did and how he gave his life. And when Jesus gave his life, the Bible lets us know that Jesus took on all of the sin that we were responsible for. He took that sin on, went to Calvary, gave his life for us. And as a result of what he did for us, he now created A relationship between us and God. He's the one that made fellowship between us and God possible. And the reason we trust in God so much is because of what Jesus has made possible for us to actually have with God. While we were yet in our sins, Christ died for us. He became sin for us. So now Jesus has made it possible for everything that I have with God. And everything that you have with God, Jesus has made that possible for us. Look at your neighbor and say, in God we trust. Come on, say it like you mean it, in God we trust. And when God looked at what Jesus did, he said, all of the sin that was on mankind, all of the sin is on you, your father, your mother, your daughters, and all of your extended family members and friends, God looked. At all of the sin that we had and he saw that on Jesus and because of that God took his righteousness and actually gave that to us because of what Jesus did. We were unrighteous, unholy, not deserving, deserving of the punishment of God. Jesus goes in our place. God looks at Jesus' sacrifice, looks at what he's doing, and God says, Now I take my righteousness because of what Jesus has done, and I give my righteousness to people who are unrighteous, people who don't even deserve it, people who should be punished, and people who should pay for it. When I look at what my son did, I take what's mine, and I give it to you because what he did— made this possible. He made this fellowship possible between you and God. So now those of us that were unrighteous, we are now the righteousness of God. And we're not the righteousness of God because of what we've done or what we've been able to do. We are the righteousness of God because of what Jesus did. And Jesus has made all of this possible. Do you realize what we have, y'all? All of God is available to us because of what Jesus did. In God we trust. Touch somebody else and tell them, in God we trust. God is working in our life right now. Presently, while you're sitting here, Philippians 2 and 13, this is amazing. While you're sitting here, it is God who works in you to will and to act in order, to fulfill his good pleasure. God says, while you're sitting here listening to the word being a part of this service, I'm working my will in your life. And I'm working my will in your life. Because it's my good pleasure. That's why I know the plans that I have for you according to Jeremiah 29 and 11 plans to do you good, plans to prosper you. I'm at work while you're right here. While you're right here, please listen to me, pay attention to me. While you're sitting here, listen to the word, paying attention to me and receiving from God. Things that need to be worked out, need to be done in your life. God is working on your behalf even while you're sitting here because his will is being worked out in you right now. Not sometime in the future, not sometime later, but right now, God's will is working itself in you. God is taking care of stuff. Glory to God. Let me tell you something. Listen, let me tell you. See, God knew, God knew, and He knows what He wants to do in your life god saw a lot of y'all trying to get together trying to get yourself together to come to church to be in the house of god to be here to hear the word of god and there were things that were not in place and things were to the left and things were to the right and things were going on do you know that before you even got here today the lord went ahead of you and started putting stuff in place and working stuff out so that when you got here in the house of god his will would be working in you and you ain't got to be trying to figure out try to work it out try to fix it out god said my will Is it working you right now? What are you trying to say? You mean to tell me that God is healing you while I preach? You mean to tell me that God is helping your children while I'm preaching to you? You mean to tell me that God has already gone ahead of you this week and already opened doors and already made ways and already working on stuff? You don't have to sit here worried. You don't have to sit here all stressed out or worried. God's will is working in you. It's progressive even right now. We today David say he's talking to everybody on my row and I receive it right now. God is stre- Tell your neighbor God is strengthening you. God is energizing you. God is creating in you to fulfill his perfect will in your life. And it's happening right now. And God is the one doing the working. God is propelling. God is inspiring. God is enabling. God is driving you and I to do his will by his own strength, not ours, not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. I can't do this on my own. I can't make this happen myself, but God is at work causing his will to happen in my life. Say this with me again. In God we trust. trust. So in our text today, I want you to notice the players, the characters, the people who are involved in the story. The gardener is who? Jesus is who? And guess who we are, y'all? We are the branches. So Jesus is here in this passage of scripture and he's painting a beautiful picture about his garden and how he cares about what belongs to him. And the thing that is so powerful about it, his father is there, he's there, but we are a part of it too. We're included. And this whole picture is designed to show us why we should trust God because Jesus is showing us over and over in this text, not only how much he cares about us and how he takes care of what belongs to him, but he's also wanting us to see that we are connected. We are connected. God is the gardener, Jesus is the vine, and I am the branches. The word of God says that the branches are connected to the vine and the vine is receiving what it needs from the gardener. So in other words, everything that God is, it's being fed to us because we're connected to Jesus. Because of what Jesus did to create the fellowship between us and God, everything that God is, we have access to it through what Jesus has actually done. And Jesus says, because you are connected to me, everything you need is going to produce. Because you're not doing it on your own. It's coming through me. I'm the one that's responsible for causing your life to literally explode. So we're not connected for just a quick moment, a quick second. When the praise and worship team was up here singing, open your mouth and say something. Open your mouth and say something. Say something. Say something. Hallelujah. Little by little people. Then a little more. Open your mouth. Then you start. Open your mouth. Listen, what I want you to get is this. You were not just connected for that moment, you were connected before that moment hit. What you are connected to lasts long after the worship service is over. After the drum stops, after the organ stops, after the guitar stops, after everything stops, you are still connected to a lifeline, to a source, to a resource that's supplying you far beyond anything else. I don't just come here and get inspired to get connected. I'm connected when it's good, I'm connected when it's not so good, I'm connected when I'm healed, I'm connected when I get a bad report, I'm connected when the sun is shining, I'm connected when it looks like it's dark outside. No matter where I am in my life, I am connected. He says, I'll always produce because I'm connected to him. Thank you, Jesus. He's a source of our power. We are in Christ and everything we need. Jesus provides it for us. So he's painting this incredible picture of your identity and knowing who you are. So what does it look like, Bishop, to be in Christ? I'm I'm glad you want to know. Quickly, I want to show you that you will discover... (laughs) what it looks like to know your position in Christ. You also will discover what it looks like to have your perspective in Christ. And then you also will know and discover what it is like to have your purpose in Christ. Being connected, being connected, what does it look like? It looks like a person that knows their position. To know your position is to know your strength, to have a sense of self-worth and identity. All sports groups, either you show up on the court, show up on the field, or show up in the event in one way or another, everybody that's on the team, when it comes your time to get called in and you have to step in or participate, it is not enough for you to just step in, step out, or go on the field or go on the court. You got to know your position when you get out there. And there are times in which I have seen sporting events and I've seen people on the team get called in and they go in and they're looking back at the coach and they're like, where am I supposed to be? Where do you want me to be? It's like, what's my position? In the game, participating in the event, but really don't know their position. And God is saying, you can't really be in Christ, be connected to me and be a person that don't know your position because being connected to me gives you your position. And the thing that concerns me sometimes is I see a lot of God's people and they're calling God's name and they're talking about God. But when it comes time to deal with being and what's going on in your life, you let what you're going through cause you not to know your position. My position is a position of love, a position of peace, a position of grace, a position of healing, a position of breakthrough, a position of deliverance. I always know what I have in God. I don't want to be living for God and not know my position. And Jesus says, you, you, you need to get this. This is how you are. This is what you get. This is what I need you to understand. And when you get this, you will thrust your life forward in a whole nother dimension when you understand. I know my position. So I don't get up. Am I in Christ? No, I know I'm in Christ. Why? Because I'm connected. He said, I am divine. You are the branches. So I know my position. Now do I know my position, I know my perspective. What do you mean you know your perspective? How can you know where you're going if you cannot see? How can you know which way to go if you're walking in darkness? You can't even see your destiny. You can't see your future hopes and dreams. The Lord is saying, when you're connected to me, you not only know your position, but you also know your perspective. In other words, things will happen in your life. You will deal with things, but you see things. From the perspective of God. When you're connected to the vine, you're connected to the Lord. It's all coming from God. When you are connected, you are never without sight. He feeds your perspective you begin to understand that even when you're dealing with something that don't look good all things work together for the good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose we don't see things from the natural eye see the world thinks if, if, if you just work hard you can get this if, 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 if you uh, compromise here then you can get there if, if you go create a buddy buddy plan and create a partner system you can get thrust and get promoted here and get promoted there sure things like that can happen but in the kingdom of God I ain't got to have that kind of system to get where I need to be because God says, because I'm connected to him, Woo, glory to God, because I know my position. As long as I am in him, I am always being fruitful. I'm being productive. I'm the righteousness of God. I ain't got to pay to get it. I don't have to hustle to get it. Let me tell you something. I know all of, all of, it's, it's good to have that hustle on you so you don't just lay around and starve. But listen to me, grace will do for you what hustle will never be able to do for you. And that's why sometimes you come into the house of God and and you say, oh, Bishop, I, I still got my hustle. Yeah, God leaves you with your hustle, but your hustle is subject. It's subject to the anointing of God that's on your life. Because God's trying to show you, you're not doing this on your own. You're not feeding yourself now. You're not supplying yourself now. You're not in charge of yourself now. You are connected to a greater source. You're connected to the almighty power of the universe. You are connected to God. And there's nothing you need that you don't have, but you got to get this perspective. And being connected settles you. You ever got a bad report, something happened, telephone ring, something you didn't anticipate, get a text, get an email, and all of a sudden, you know, you're saved, you love the Lord, but it rattles you a little bit, rattles you a little bit. Let me tell you why it rattles you a little bit. Because the first thing that kicks in is your feelings. Your feelings kick in first, and, and that's the natural emotion that responds to when you hear something that you don't want to hear. All right, if I flip that corner over and I said this, you got a call from your grandma and she told you, baby, I want you to come back here and see me tomorrow because grandma got some money and I want to divide it up among the grandchildren. I want to give all of y'all $20,000 and I need you to, guess what, kick in first. Oh, the anointing. Now you might speak in tongues. But that's not the first thing that kicks in. The first thing that kicks in is your emotions, your adrenaline, your endorphins. Ooh, 20,000. Ooh, 20,000. Then you start thinking, ooh, I got to hurry up and get over the ground. Ooh, ooh. And you're sitting here looking at me like you don't believe that's possible. And so you're sitting here looking at me because, you know, bitch, my grandma ain't got that. It ain't got to be your grandma. You don't know who God's going to use to bless you. If you think your entire blessed life is connected to only what you can make on your job and generate in your business, you are underestimating the power of the God Almighty. God said, I will open the windows of heaven. I'll open up all of heaven. And listen to me. God said, your your, your job determines your salary. Your job determines your wages. But I determine your increase. I'm not assigned to a salary. I'm not assigned to... I'm not, Lord have mercy, I'm not assigned to wages. God said, when you call my name, you got to say increase. You can't talk about God and say salary. You can't talk about God and say wages. You got to talk about God and say increase. But God said, I'll open the windows of heaven and bring it in any way I want it to come. I'll make, your, I'll make your enemy bless you. I'll make people that don't even like you do right by you. I'll cause people, listen, I'll cause people to promote you. And by the time you get promoted, they'll wake up and ask themselves, what in the world did I just do? Family was giving me their testimony just the other day. Good glory to God Almighty. Living in a situation and, 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 and the renters forced them out. Y'all getting out. You ain't, got but, you ain't got but a month to get out. And they didn't have nowhere to go. Account was low and everything. They needed more time. Huh. And the wife was in the bank doing business and saw a picture. Huh of a four or five bedroom home, three bathrooms on the golf course, laid out and everything. And the sign said, if you are interested, ask one of us. So she walks over and she said, I'm interested. What's that? short version of extended story, they said, well, we are in the business of trying to help first-time homeowners get in homes. (laughs) Hold, hold, Hold it. Hold it. And sometimes, we get homes that come back into our possession that people couldn't keep. And we're looking for people to give a fresh start to. And the lady says, are you interested? She says, yes, I mean, short version of extended story. Filled out the application. And in a matter of like, ten days God had put them in their own home hold, hold down hold it her husband had been approved for what is it the, is it a GI bill that the military get most called GI yeah had been approved huh VA home loans okay thank y'all y'all help me out help me preach praise the Lord so he'd already been approved for months but Mr. Jiggy, they hadn't found nothing. And the approval was just sitting up on the shelf. Waiting on the landlord to tell them you got to get out. Listen to me. There are some places you are never going to get into. Hold it. There are some places you are never going to get into unless God help people put you out of where you are right now. Left up to you, you would always see you try to figure it out. You try to work it out and you forget who you're connected to. You're connected to a source that's much greater and much stronger than you are. And when you think you can't and when you think you ain't and when you don't see no way, why are you trying to work it out? God's already got it figured out. It's already a setup. And I told her, I said, if it hadn't been for the landlord kicking you out, you would have missed what was sitting in the credit union waiting on you to show up. And you're sitting here trying to figure out, worried about, stressed out, stuff on your mind, totally unnecessary. Let me tell you something. Do you think God don't know what to do, how to do, when to do? See, that's why he says, I need y'all to stay connected to me. Don't you let what you're going through get you disconnected. Don't you let what's happening in your life cause you not to know who you are. You know who you are all the time. And you got to decree and you got to declare that I am a child of Almighty God. And God is my father. He is my Jehovah Jireh. And I asked her, I said, which hole y'all live on? I said, did you know I like to play golf? She said, no, but I'll make sure my husband knows. Woman on the golf course can see the hole, but don't even know nothing about golf, nothing about a golf. And I'm around here like, Lord, I say thanks to Marvin. Like, Marvin, you know, I think my next house might be, I think I might want to live on the golf course. And here go a woman just stumbled in the credit union bump into the house. And I'm on the golf cart with Marvin dreaming about one day. And she getting put out, her and her children, only to get put in. And this is the crazy part. Didn't even have a down payment. And credit score was 50 points lower than it needed to be. But you know what they told her? We want to work with you. You know what caused them to want to work with her? Let me move over here and ask some people. See, see this is the kind of stuff that happens when... some of you young folk can, can, any of you young people ever went to the nightclub and know you twenty 21 but you had your friend you was with knew a friend that was able to get you in and at first you were standing on the outside listening to the music outside and then you fooled around and got hooked up and got in do you remember how you felt to get past the bodyguards do, do you know what that moment felt like when you were able to get in And you were out there with everybody else that's twenty-something, and you popping your fingers, knowing you ain't but eighteen. You know how that felt? You think you got a hookup? You ain't seen a hookup until the Lord hook you up. You oh Lord, have mercy! But 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 what is it? It's perspective. Touch your neighbor and say know your position, know your position. and know your, know your perspective. Say God wants you to get this thing. God wants to get this thing. What? Get clear. Let's get clear, y'all. Get focused. Let's get focused. Get moving. Great expectation. Charles Millett Ministries would like to thank you for listening to this message. We pray that the favor of God continues to elevate your life. Our mission is to get clear, get focused, and get moving. If you want more information about our ministry, please contact Christian Provision Ministries at 919-774-9462. Or visit us online at www.christianprovision.com. Yeah, you on with the Bishop, Charles Millet. Yeah, with the Bishop, Charles Millet. you rocking with the Bishop, Charles Millet. Great expectations.